I've often said anyone can create a mouse. All you have to do is put a copious quantity of food and cloth scraps on your floor, and over time, a mouse will appear. The same can be said for great service cultures. Leaders are responsible for creating the right environment for world-class customer experiences to occur. Take Starbucks as an example. This week, in the aftermath of bombings in the Manhattan neighborhood of Chelsea, a passerby's cell phone captured video of a Starbucks barista, Germaine, as he offered a complimentary bag of pastries and water to a New York City police officer in gratitude for first responders who were working the crime scene. That video, which has now gone viral, and the actions of Germaine certainly need to be credited to Germaine's family, who inculcated the importance of being grateful to those who protect and serve him. But those actions are also likely influenced by the environment created by his team at Starbucks. Within the context of the Starbucks culture, leaders and frontline service providers, all of whom are referred to as partners, are consistently encouraged to live the company's mission. Inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Starbucks leaders built the expectation that Germain should inspire and nurture the human spirit, and the video speaks for itself. Lest you think I see Starbucks in flawless ways, I should note a similar missed example, which I chronicled in my first book about the company, The Starbucks Experience, written in 2006. On September 11, 2001, Midwood Ambulance Service employees responded to the terrorist attack on the World Trade Center in New York City. Shortly afterwards, an email surfaced, which reported, My family owns an ambulance service in Brooklyn, New York. My uncles were at ground zero during the attack to help the victims. They donated their time to help with the crisis, as many New Yorkers did. A great number of people were in shock from the devastation. As many of you know, shock victims are supposed to drink a lot of water. My uncle went to the Starbucks down the street to get bottles of water for the victims he was treating. Can you believe they actually charged him for it? He paid the $130 for three cases of bottled water out of his own pocket. Now, I would think that in a crisis such as this, vendors in the area would be more than happy to lend a little help by donating water. The email continued, I love Frappuccinos as much as anyone, but any company that would try to make a profit off of a crisis like this doesn't deserve the public's hard-earned money. Please forward this email to anyone you know and encourage them to do the same. Unfortunately, that email was accurate. A Starbucks partner chose to charge full price and not give away $130 worth of water during the September 11, 2001 tragedy. In addition, several efforts to get the matter resolved were mishandled. When the email surfaced, Starbucks leaders did the right thing. Then President and CEO Oren Smith not only had a check for $130 delivered to the ambulance company, but he called a representative of the business personally to apologize. Independently, Starbucks stores at Ground Zero were operating around the clock and providing free beverages and pastries to rescue workers and volunteers. At a corporate level, Starbucks was making contributions in excess of a million dollars to the National Relief Fund, but the bad news of the water sale certainly made a big splash in the pool of public consciousness. Starbucks leadership fortunately understood that most people are willing to forgive human error. What they won't tolerate is a failure to take responsibility for mistakes or an unwillingness to resolve the shortcoming. With the grace of competent leadership, Starbucks did not seek to scapegoat or place blame on that store partner back in 2011 who made the errant decision in an unimaginably stressful situation. Instead, Oren Smith understood something most great leaders appreciate. When you're wrong, admit it, fix the problem, and stay the course in areas where you're making a positive difference. Fast forward ahead from the World Trade Center bombing to the bombings in the streets of Chelsea, and you'll see a long-standing effort on the part of Starbucks leadership to build their mouse a culture of customer experience excellence. Small efforts from people like Germain suggest that the mouse has arrived.
What cultures are you trying to create in your workplace? How do you know if it's taking hold?